Hey everybody, this is Steve from Two Lockable Guys, and it's time for our first ever giveaway contest. What a great prize package we have for you. We have a Larry Fleet stack of records CD, a couple of picks that were played by our very special friend and bass player for Larry Fleet, Eric Harley Brown. A special edition, not for sale. Two Likeable Guys t-shirt, Crazy Legs Edition, and the set list autographed by Mr. Larry Fleet, Xander Wyatt, and our friend, Crazy Legs, Eric Harley Brown. To enter, just go to our Facebook page, like the post, tag a friend, and share the page. That's all you got to do. If you do these four things, you are entered to win. Crazy Legs, crazy gift pack. The last day to enter is May 31st, and we will be drawing the winner shortly thereafter. Man, do we have a great show for you today. We are Two Likeable Guys. This is the Two Likeable Guys podcast. And... First off, you doing all right today, Josh? Doing great, brother. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I would tell you a joke, uh, but I saved the joke, and we talk about it when we get in here, and uh, just just leave that there. It's a little, little Luke humor for everybody. Little Lukester story. Yeah, so it, that's going to be our joke of the day. A um, little funny story to go along with. But today we have... Uh, an awesome may one of the more uh, accomplished guests we've had many accomplished guests today we have the bass player for larry fleet and uh, they're currently out on tour with a little uh headlining guy i don't remember his name morgan something what was that the the he's he's the headliner of the tour they say i don't i don't know that i've heard of him Morgan, what was that? Oh, Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen, yeah, it slipped my mind. I don't know. Just one of the huge touring <laughs> artists, probably one of the biggest. You 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 really didn't know who Morgan Wallen was? Yeah, I knew. I would just uh, play it down say. because they have awesome opening acts. Yeah, one that, being that, that's it right there. Larry Fleet, man, Larry Fleet, Chattanooga based, lives in Chattanooga. He's not from around here, but the bass player for Larry Fleet man i've listened to some of their music it's fantastic stuff but let's get right into it with mr eric harley brown we have a treat today i am excited beyond uh words uh <laughs> to describe uh we have a rock star for, for lack of a better term that's pretty generous we, term there Steve. I, I I I don't know. I mean, if wait a minute, uh, I I thought he played country music. I did too. <laughs> well, I, I do it all. I do both kinds, country and western. There you go. That's a, well, we have a country star, country <laughs> musician star. It's it's one and the only. Uh, and do you go by? I've always known you as Eric Brown, but it looks yeah. like you go by Eric Harley Brown. Um, well, the Harley thing is actually, um, almost kind of a double last name. I actually found that out. I never knew my, 
my real grandfather and found right. him a, a few years ago. And it turns out by blood, I'm actually a Harley. Um, Brown oh. is, is, is an adopted name. My, my father was legally adopted by his stepfather when he was about three. So technically Brown is not my blood name. Harley is my blood name. Wow. Uh, We're learning yeah. this stuff already. <laughs> and, and, and the, the, the coolest thing, uh, I, I feel like I'm living vicariously through, uh, Eric's, uh, Facebook and Instagram posts. He is the current touring awesome bassist for the <laughs> one and only Larry Fleet um, who is currently out on tour with the one and only Morgan Wallet. Yeah. Who else is who else is with you guys on that tour? Is there there's another is, band? It is um an artist named Hardy um who who's a bit more um a bit more rock he's a bit more heavy but all all three of the artists are on um the same record label big loud records um wow. which has morgan hardy and larry and uh jake owen is on there and there's several other great artists on there so it's almost like a, a big loud carnival tour um Sweet. but but it was pretty cool i was talking to one of the production managers actually last night we, we played in oklahoma city last night and he told me that um no i'm sorry it was our 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 booking agent fly out, flew out to come see the show. And he said, this is the, the second biggest tour in the world right now behind the Rolling Stones. Wow. Oh, Which yeah. Is pretty cool. who, wants to go, who wants to go see some old has-beens called the well, Stones? I, I'd like anyway. to if Mike can get me some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the, if the tickets were affordable. <laughs> well, I guess first off, um, I want to know. How long have you played with Larry Fleet? Um, I, I think we're probably coming up on about six or so years. Um, it, it's actually really interesting. You know, I, I toured, I started, I was touring in high school when I was playing in high school. So I actually started traveling when I was about 16 and toured for a long time, got in theatrical work and a lot of different stuff and then retired um, to basically raise my son and, and moved back to Chattanooga to start a business with my father. So I was content. I was done with the music business and, um and it was probably about a decade or so later you know i got a call to come out and start doing some jazz work around town because there weren't a whole lot of upright bass players in chattanooga um yeah. and so reluctantly i kind of did it you know just for fun and get a little extra cash to buy some sheetrock and you know stuck out a remodel my basement and so got got a call to come out and do this place uh called sky zoo out on brainerd road if anybody knows about that place and they would do yeah. this little deal and have a have a band out there um, and so, uh, a buddy of mine, Kobe Tao hired me to come out there and play with him and uh, the lead singer didn't show up. So he said, well, I got this dude that just moved here to town. Um, and he said, he's got a great voice. Uh, let me call him up. And so called him up and, uh, ended up being Larry. And so we both kind of just met subbing together, uh, on this little rock gig at this, you know, crummy little bar and, and, um, and then just became fast friends after that and then started, um, you know, riding together and kind of just thinking about music. And he had done the same thing. He toured and traveled. We both had record deals and, you know, both partied way too hard and did a bunch of bad things. And we were content to be done with the music business um, and then started writing with him and playing with him. And we just decided to have fun and not worry about the business side of it. And lo and behold, after we started doing that, it was about two months later, he met uh, jake owen um while he was doing a little solo acoustic gig and and then 
three months after that, we're on we're out on the road with Willie Nelson and Allison Krauss. Wow. Holy yeah. moly. So it happened really, really fast. So me and Larry, you know, had been friends and really hadn't had any ambition to come back into the music business. It actually just kind of brought us back into it. So, you know, I guess I've been friends for, you know, about six years or so. But um, like I said, music was really kind of a, a, a side thought for us. I mean, we, we loved just getting out in the outdoors and just became really good friends. We get out and go ride mountain bikes and, you know, do whatnot and, and just have fun. And, and the music business sucked us right back in. Well, the cool thing I saw that Larry Fleet had said was he said that when he got to play at the, uh, the Ryman, mm-hmm. he said, he said, I got to go play at the, uh, Opry with my, with my, my good buddy, Eric. So yeah, I thought that was pretty nice of him. I mean, that's a pretty cool thing. So that was a pretty uh, special moment. He and I have uh, done a few shows that I've, I've played the Ryman about 16 times. Um, oh. and um, and then I, I did one with, with Larry there too. And then, um, it was pretty cool. The, the, the grand old Opry thing was pretty special because we did that with just me on upright. Larry played acoustic and then, um, Xander Wyatt, our guitar player played Dobro. So when you go to the Opry, it's kind of cool. They've got an amazing group of musicians that'll back you up. And we were the first people to decline that. Wow. <laughs> and we decided to just actually go old school we really wanted to yeah. do it the way it used to be done and we just went out there with three acoustic instruments and played to a, a sold out crowd and and got uh two standing ovations and we only played three songs well, um, that's pretty that's pretty darn cool and then it was kind of an, an, another intense factor is that we were being filled filmed the whole time by um abc that they had a film crew that was following us around for about two days for uh this uh cma special that uh, that aired right before um, the the big award show. So, uh, and, and you got to be on the your voice at least got to be on part of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Talk about changing my diaper. <laughs> yeah, my wife my wife was real proud of that. My national speaking debut was about me uh, uh, pooping my pants. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, well, I, that that comes on home. I I have to tell a little story that happened yesterday is that uh, me and my son, Luke, I've got a uh, two going on three-year-old. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I'm way too old to have a kid that young. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's pretty awesome. And, and he was, he was, he climbs up and down me when I'm sitting in a chair and he was climbing up me and, and I had just, uh, we, we had had some spicy food earlier. So I had, I'd had, a, I'd passed some wind and he, <laughs> when he was climbing down, he said, Dada, you need to change your diaper. <laughs> <laughs> as we get older that becomes more realistic doesn't it yes yes and i was like all right buddy and i said no i don't have diapers he, he said, and then he was he's smart enough to what he went well go take bath <laughs> that's awesome but anyway so so you're married yeah yeah i've been married for uh 24 years holy uh, crap yeah, so I got married pretty young. I've got a 19-year-old son. Um, and wow. so, yeah, she toured with me and traveled with me for a while. And and um, like I said, I basically um, had them on the road. Um, when I, I, I was actually doing uh, upright bass work for, like, off-Broadway theatrical plays. Um, that's how I ended up playing the Ryman so many times. I actually toured with this uh, one production, and we did a three-week uh, residency up at the Ryman. Um, so I was... I, 
was there for about three weeks in and out of that place every day. And so, but anyway, yeah, so she toured with me and this and that and the other. And then that's just when I ended up kind of retiring was when my, my son was born. Yeah. We like to, uh, one of the things we've always liked to do as me and Josh as a show is, is we like to talk to people from Red Bank that have done yeah. uh, great things. The cool thing about you is that we, uh, I believe we graduated uh, from high school in Red Bank from at not did you graduate in 91 91 baby yeah 91. yeah yeah year of the storm so, so, oh that was it that's great <laughs> oh I remember you know and I remember we used to watch the they made us watch the news in the morning and they would they would talk about the the desert storm and yeah. and everything going on and it was like and everybody was like we don't care about this you know like, <laughs> we watched it but like but we were 17 18 you know yeah that living life that was about the last thing on our minds right there. Although, I mean, I, I was in ROTC in high school, so I, I did I did get recruited pretty heavily to go into the armed services uh, right. after that. But I was like, I kept telling them, I just want to be a bass player. They're like, oh, you can play bass in the Army. And I'm like, ah, this sounds like a trap. Play, yeah. play in the Army, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Yeah, R O at Red Bank, were you, who'd you like better, Sergeant Major Carr or Sergeant Major Howie? Uh, Carr. Carr. Oh yeah, I like I like Howie. Uh, I like I liked Howie. He was a good dude. Um, but I had a um, several friends that were older uh, at the time. When I was like a freshman, they were seniors, and so um, we actually used to go over to Sergeant Major Carr's house. Um, he lived out near Chester Cross Park, and we would go out there, and he'd tell us all kinds of cool stories oh, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I I got a new respect for him and a little bit more, uh, I guess, closer relationship with him that way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sergeant Major Howell, you say, man, you ain't going to pee in my hand. Tell me it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> he was sassy, wasn't he? Yeah, it was like one of his favorite favorite lines. That, and uh, I was born at, I was born at night, but not last night. Yeah, yeah. He, he was cool. I always dug him. I, I just didn't, I didn't know him as well as I did Sergeant Major Guard. Right. We had a nickname for uh, uh, Sergeant Major Carr. It was, because he, he was always real rough and mean and. Yeah. And so he yeah. was we, we we always called him Sergeant Major Sourpuss. Is, <laughs> That's pretty accurate <laughs> too. Because he had, had that that look on his face, like he was always mad about something. Yeah, he never I really don't. smiled much. I never saw I never saw much of his teeth. You know, he's just always kind of looked like he's mad <laughs> at the world. But, but I mean, dealing with us, I can't blame him for being so mad. You know. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, though. Uh, one of the coolest things about uh, following Eric on his uh, social media pages is, is somebody is taking some fantastic pictures of you on stage. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is the coolest thing ever. Like the lights. I mean, I just can't imagine. Um, I've always wanted to. Like going up on stage and playing where you're loud enough for a a stadium full or a arena full of people can hear you play and yeah. cheer for you. And do you still get nervous going up on stage? No, um, no, I, I really, I, I played so many shows. I can't count. I'm not, now I'm not saying I, I get anxious. Um, right. you know, and none of us in the band, all, everybody in the band are just fantastic musicians and just professionals through and through, but, but, you know, so nobody gets really nervous, but, you're just kind of anxious you know it's just kind of yeah. like waiting for a race to start you know you're just ready to kind of get going and as soon as you hit those first couple of notes 
it's smooth sailing and we just have a blast that's one of the things that we've gotten such a great response on this tour we were kind of curious because this is not our normal crowd we're, we're a little more old school country a little more soul um and and this is a little bit more on, on the poppy side and so we were curious how th this whole um crowd was going to take us and they love it just because we go out and have a great time and it's just i mean larry Wright's just amazing music everything we do is our own music except for a couple of covers uh and he writes all, all of the songs so um you, it, 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 it's cool just to see ahead. people respond to it and, and appreciate it did you uh are you one of the recording artists on uh his albums on the no we, I'm, I'm part of uh i'm now i have been it's just with the with the label it's kind of interesting now um the producer on both the records is um the world famous joey moy who's about one of the biggest producers in the world um and um got a bunch of big acts started and and one of the it's the interesting thing about nashville is a lot of times they they have a touring band and they have a, a recording band now the, the guys okay. that recorded on the record are 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 the top 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 players uh in nashville brian sutton Derek wells um if you're a guitar player i'm sure you guys know those names that they're Two of the biggest in the business. Uh, the guy that played bass is Dave Rowe, who played with Jerry Reed back in the 70s and this and that and the other. But Joey, Joey explained it to me, and he said, man, it has nothing to do with you guys. All y'all are awesome. He said, just scares me to death to play with band members. And I was like, well, what, what's that? He said, well, things just start going sour. I can't just fire you, you know, or if something this and that's yeah. happening. And I was like, yeah, I, I understand. That. And, and unfortunately, it's always been that way in Nashville. But um, I, I've done a bunch of recording with Larry that is out there. And um, we, we do have plans to do some things in the future that that'll have oh, actually the uh, touring band on it. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, you ever do? Because, uh, I mean, I know I've searched to YouTube a few times and I know we can see you play live in, yeah. on a few different um, things. And that's always linked. I got to know. They call you crazy legs. <laughs> Why yeah. do they call you crazy legs? Well, it's turned into kind of a, a cult status thing now. We played in Oklahoma City last night. I think it was about fourteen something thousand people we played in front of, and and they started chanting that. And so, what the production manager starts pushing <laughs> me back out on stage, and, and I don't know, you know, when I get on stage, it's just kind of the um, the spirit just sort of moves me. So I just I just kind of get oh. in these grooves, and apparently I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't even think about it, but. I have a bunch of wild moves, apparently. Um, where I mean, my legs—they said just going left and right and this and that and the other. And and actually, I think the first time somebody ever called me that was Dave Leonard. Do you remember Dave Leonard, Stephen? Yes, I do. Um, yes, I do. He, actually, he played with Larry and I for a little bit and about four years ago. I mean, he's out in L.A. now, but um, we were playing down in Houston, Texas, and um it's kind of a, it was kind of a lame crowd we just weren't having a good time so i had a couple extra beers in me and and just kind of started <laughs> having my own fun and dave kind of coined that term and i got off stage and people were like oh and that was amazing that was and i well, what did i do <laughs> they said what well, you just out there dancing and going at it and they, and they said what what do you call that and they said it's called crazy legs <laughs> and so uh larry said man you need to go with that that's gonna be your brand now and i'm like okay cool i'll take it david leonard coined that phrase coined the uh, yeah. crazy legs yeah, so yeah. Did, i have to give him credit wasn't his uh he had a relative that was a, a very a famous dj oh yeah yeah it, it, um i can't remember the the guy's name but it was um, one of those he, he did um disco duck rick d's rick d's that was his uncle that wow. is his uncle. 
yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, his <laughs> that's <uncle>. pretty awesome. <laughs> I remember people talking about that and I was like, yeah, ah, that's so cool. Yeah. And, Rick uh, I heard Rick Dean's. <laughs> top, we're doing top I'm, 40 now. I'm, I'm full of useless music knowledge. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> that is good. Hey, do you get to throw? Uh, this is this is just one of my. Th- do you get to throw picks to the crowd? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I'm oh a bass player, gosh. obviously, so I, I use my yeah. fingers. But there is one song that I use a pick on. Um, actually, we open up the, the the show with it, and so yeah, I'll throw that out. And it's kind of interesting. Is they gave me a big old bag of picks now, and it's got Larry's logo and stuff on it. And so I just started throwing right. out a couple, and man, it was like throwing chum in the water. The, the sharks just came out <laughs> oh, everywhere. Yeah. Now it, it's like now I've got to do it because they're just screaming at you to throw picks. So yeah, I kind of get my oh. my rock star moment, you know, because you always see those pictures of got cool looking yes. dudes flicking picks. And so now I'm trying to be one of the cool dudes flicking picks too. I was always the guy that waited till after the show that scrounged around on the floor um, near the stage looking for picks that people had missed and dropped and stuff. I did the same thing. I did the exact yeah, same thing. Just, I've got a nice I've little got, collection. Actually, I was a roadie for several years, and so I've got some from Eric Clapton and BB King and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, I, and I was collecting them when I was young too. So I was I was that little nerd in the front row as well. Hey, so when you're playing, do you do any of the backing vocals? We do uh, some, yeah. Um, and we've got some great vocalists and stuff too. So singing is not my main forte. <laughs> well, um, right. I can do it. But I, I write a lot. So, you know, my voice when, when I'm playing, I play acoustic guitar, not not on stage or anything. But when I'm singing and playing acoustic, it, it's it's more of an Americana style. So um, I right. do a little bit um, live, but it's I'll be honest, it's hard for me, for my brain to do both playing bass and singing at the same time. Apparently playing bass yeah. and then playing drums are two hard things to do and sing at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of rough. Yeah, and, and especially my, my Josh bass is playing. A... Yeah, my bass playing is kind of bouncy, uh, kind of like Rick yeah. Danko, and so I'm I've just not mastered that yet. That's something I'm working on. Josh is quite the drummer. He he's. Uh, oh. uh, I tell people. Quite... I tell people I play at it. I don't. I don't play drum. I play at him. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. do you sing while you play Adam? yeah yeah i sing i i do, do all, you really I do, I do all right for bars I, i'm not i'm not gonna cut an album or nothing <laughs> now do you do you find it's tough too josh do you find it's tough to play drums and sing yeah and uh actually now it's harder for me to sing not playing drums really i'm up there like a will ferrell and talladega nights i don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> now, yeah now you got muscle memory going yeah. Yeah. So so if you're if you're singing, you need to be playing the drums. But if you're just trying to sing, it's like you don't know what to yeah. do with your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Know, when yeah. we go out to the bar and do karaoke, I'm you know I'm like a fish out of water, not knowing what what to do. <laughs> you know. So you're playing air drums while you're singing. I'm I guess, thinking huh? about it anyway. I try yeah, not to. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that is just the most awesome things ever. I can't even believe that. Uh, Somebody and uh, I didn't really I didn't remember this till you told me, Eric. But you had uh, you had been over here at the Lynx practice basement facility when in high school and such. Lynx Lynx yeah, headquarters. Man. I did. Yeah, I, I'm head... OG. Link, I'm an OG Lynx fan. You know. You oh, um, yes. Yes. You know. I mean, obviously, and, we were both great friends with you know Kevin Mills. 
Kevin uh, Mills, and, uh, yes. And he's the one that brought me over there all the time. I remember we'd go driving around in his little Honda Civic, you know, when you couldn't do anything yep. else. Uh, and yep, hanging out of it. Awesome. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was great fun. I remember uh, that time fondly. Um, Kevin was the one who always kept me interested in guitar. Um, he he kind of turned me on more to the, um, oh, this was back in junior high and stuff. And he would, we would sit around and listen to Metallica's Ride the Lightning. And he's oh, like, yeah. man, don't you get, don't you get uh, inspired to play when you hear this stuff? And I was like, yeah, I guess I do now. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He, he turned, I mean, he, he and I are both huge Iron Maiden fans from back in the day. Um, you know, he, that, that, I you, think that was our common denominator that, that struck up our friendship in like junior high school is that we were probably a couple of the only Iron Maiden fans in seventh grade, you know. <laughs> do, you, do you still talk to Kevin? I do. I do. Um, not as much as I used to. I'll be honest. I, I have to really kind of credit Kevin was keeping me playing when I, when I wasn't back in music full time is um, when I was running the business with my father, you know, and music was always still kind of on my mind is he and I and Dave Leonard actually every Wednesday night would meet up at Kevin's house and he had this, this room downstairs. And we just jam uh, no vocals, no nothing. It's just hundred percent improv. And I really, it really kept my chops up and then really revived my, my love of playing. And I was like, man, I, I kind of still got this. I think I can still kind of do this. And, and so then that's kind of inadvertently what prepped me for doing what I'm doing right now. That's awesome. The last time I saw Kevin, I was coming out of the uh, courthouse, um, <laughs> getting my, no, I was getting my marriage certificate. Oh, okay. And, cool. and the, and I thought it was going to be a cooler <laughs> story too. <laughs> you know, and, and, and Kevin was on break uh, there at the insurance place. Uh, yeah. You as, outside smoking and i was like holy crap that's kevin mills he's like hey man it was great i was like hey this is gonna be my wife and so he's like hey my wife's on facebook and so we i i kind of keep up with him a little bit through there i don't even know he hates so he hates social media he hates it with a passion i can't say that blame him sometimes but it's it's cool for me just to keep up with everybody as a musician that's kind of how you connect but yeah he is pretty much anti um you know, social media, but that's why I would always go over to his house every Wednesday night. And he's still one of my closest friends of all time. Yeah. I, I need to, I need to call him. I need to get in touch with him because he's, he's a great, he's dude. pretty awesome. He's, always, uh, he's yeah, still he the exact same person. Hey, uh, back in high school, did you, yeah. did you play with anybody back in high school? Uh, yeah, man. Um, as a matter of fact, when I started playing out live when I was 15, um, and the very first show I ever played was Notre Dame High School Senior Prom with a band called uh, Candlelight Safari. <laughs> Candlelight Safari. Oh man, I remember that. Do you really I remember that band? Yeah. Yeah. Who, I was, who, that all was was, who all was in that band? Uh, we had Jeff Height on vocals. Yeah. Uh, who went to Red Bank, and then Greg Nip, fantastic Greg, guitar yep. player who owns Pickers Exchange now. Right. Right. Um, on guitars. Uh, one of my closest friends of all time, Kyle Walsh. Uh, on drums who's an amazing drummer he and i went on to i I'm, as soon as i got out of high school i moved with him to murfreesboro and we started a band called janie gray janie um, gray yeah i remember that, that name got, too man yeah that was me uh yeah. they got really really popular um but and then so then a guy named byron Irwin that played keyboards in that band but then right after that that band lasted for about a year and a half and and we started a band called the shift that had a, a amazing guitar player called chris ware 
in there. Uh, yeah. We played with a band called Tanta Maku hmm. back in the day, and so that, that was the first oh, band yeah. I started touring with. And and literally, they would pick me up. I think you know after school they would pick me up after school, and we would leave to go on the road. And there's many times where they actually dropped me off that Monday morning, <clears throat> right before five. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah I, I, yeah, I never really told many people about it in school because I don't know. Most of my friends, you know, with the exception of like you and, uh, you know, Kevin and Damian Yance and all those guys, um, that was yes. kind of close circle. But most of my friends went to Notre Dame. Man, I hadn't seen him in forever, Damian. Yeah. I hadn't oh, either. I loved him. I loved him. It's, it, I did some work for him here, you know, probably <laughs> 10 years ago, but, you know, that's that's been about it. Uh yeah that's so cool yeah um all these people uh that you're bringing back to mind you threw me for a loop when you said damien um, yeah oh he wow. and i tortured several teachers at Red Bank together <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that's been kind of a theme we had a, another guy on here that um uh that uh coming up uh, that we're going to release a, a thing that had tortured some uh red bank teachers I think he yeah. even made him. I think he even made him quit. Made one quit. Yeah. <laughs> made was, one of them. I might have been in one of those classes. It was probably an art class or a drafting class. I'm not sure if he actually went to high school here or not. I think that might have even been like junior high days when he tortured. Oh yeah. Uh, John, elementary you go to Red school. Bank, yeah, I went to Red Bank. I was a uh, class of '93, so I was a few oh, years okay. behind. So a bunch of bunch of the names I remember didn't really know too many people you know yeah. but I, I did hang out I, most most people i hung out with were older than me but, oh yeah. I, but yeah it seems like uh oh uh eric i remember um did you do you remember playing uh riverbend in about 1990 oh yeah 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 uh, yeah. uh, because I remember we played that was that was the one that was the that was the pinnacle of links Oh was, yeah, was 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 we played the the Conoco stage? Yeah, Conoco I, believe stage. It was. I did the exact same thing. That Candlelight Safari played the Conoco stage. There we go. And I think you guys can't. You guys were playing after us, and I think I remember you setting up as we were getting off stage and stuff. Wow. Uh, but I have a vivid memory of you there at that <laughs> at that gig for some reason. With my with my dangling earrings in and my mullet. Yes, <laughs> the mullet. Now the yeah, mullet's man. come full circle. So yeah, it has, a as a matter bit. of fact. Ironically enough, yeah, yeah. Morgan sports a fine mullet. You know, that's his thing, yeah. right Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. when you yeah. when you get when you make so much money and you get so much popularity, I, I think you can get away with it. Oh, uh, you yeah. But me just walking into Walmart, I, I'm I'm going to get laughed out of the store. You know, oh, it, it's yeah. a it's a tougher sale. Yeah, it's a tougher sale. It, it, that's good. It's, 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 a tough it's sale. still socially acceptable around here. I, I mean, oh yeah. I, I don't know that it ever really went out of fashion. You'd always go <laughs> see some old boy by Suck Creek that had one. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Marion County. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking more of Rahia County. Rahia? I got you. Rahia. Yeah, Rahia. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. That's awesome. We've got, uh, we always ask our, our special guests one question, and it's kind of a silly question, and it has absolutely nothing to do with you or anything, but we yeah. always ask, what was your first vehicle? My first vehicle. 
was a yeah. 1968 bug. Oh, electric, oh. electric blue bug that I actually, I took the uh, back seat out of and loaded it with nothing but speakers. <laughs> so that thing, it sounded like a just a rattling tin can coming down the road. And That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was it was a great, great car and, until I uh, ran it to a bridge on Lower Mill Road. Oh. <laughs> with a Chad Monsier. Yeah, Any of y'all remember Chad Monsier? I remember the name. I oh, love that car. This was, I love that car. Yeah, that was, I mean, you know, first cars are always freaking awesome. Mine was just a big old piece of junk, um, a, a Chevette. And uh, I think I remember uh, it. Yeah, well, after high school, I started getting into painting cars. And so in, in high school, it was like a, a purplish brown. And then I know when I, I graduated, it. I got I painted it uh, bright yellow. Did you have it, that when you worked went, at Sonic? Yes, I did. For quite yeah, a while. I know I saw it. I know I saw it then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought for I sure. I, I thought for sure you were going to say you did the Eddie Van Halen Frankenstein uh, paint job on it. Oh, that would be cool. That'd be really cool. No, no that was Joe Scarborough. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, yeah. In the Pinto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They chopped the it, top it, off of it. And I rode in that monstrosity. We I rode in that. Pinto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he lived right across oh, okay. the street from me as I was growing up. So Did I saw really? I saw him do all that to that car, and I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that's bad." Yeah, that's I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> if you, biggest if you biggest wanted, piece of junk there was. But it, <laughs> that paint job was cool though, man. Yeah, man. It everybody loved seeing that thing go down the road, and I can remember going for a ride. Me and Joe and a couple, probably my brother and somebody else. We all went to. We're getting the wayback machine for this one. We went over to Four Squares to Woo see a movie. Paid a whole ninety nine yeah. cents to see the movie. Ninety nine cent movie. Yeah, and then Did you, you get the Ruby Tuesday in. while you were over there too. Remember the Ruby Tuesday used to be right over there. That's been that's, a while. That has been a while. Yeah, yeah that that I was. I remember always that. remember that was a that's a big date date night. Is I'd take a girl to the Ruby Tuesday and the over ninety nine cent movie at Four Squares. <laughs> I, I, re <laughs> I remember there was a uh like a, a a Japanese restaurant there for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, uh, what was the name of it? Camp Campai Tokyo was over there, wasn't it? Cam Campaya Tokyo, I believe that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You are yeah, full I, of I, some use, useless I, I information. Don't, I don't know. I, saw, I, moved, I spent a lot of time over there, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I moved from Chattanooga right after high school, literally about six months after we graduated. I was ready to get out, and so I moved to Nashville. So it, I, I missed out on some of the later stuff to come along. Right. Well, um, Eric, I, I did the one thing I skipped over on here is um, – are you, are you happen to be being, you know, a big touring basis now? Are you, yeah. are you sponsored by any equipment? Do you have like yeah. uh, certain basses or amps you have to play? Or you, well, I don't say have to, you, you enjoy playing the best. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got a, um, I've got a deal with a uh, Paul Reed Smith guitars. If y'all know them. Yeah. Um, yeah. PRS. And, yeah. So I've got a deal with PRS. Um, um, a lot of the guys in the band have a deal with PRS and I just picked up a deal with uh, an, a boutique amp company called DNA Amplification, which is a David Nordschauer amp amplification, which he, David um, was one of the original designers of S SWR bass amps and uh, the David Eden bass amps, which Eden's I've played for 25 years. Um, oh yeah. So just became an artist for them just about a month or so ago. And, 
Um, working on a, uh, a couple other deals right now with Fender um, and Labella Strings. Now, what's the process of that? How does one go about getting sponsored or becoming a an artist? Well, like that? It, it, it's uh, obviously that I think there's a lot of multiple ways you can get into it. You know, if, if you have a good connection or a good in um, one, one of the things with us is that we've just gotten a lot of um, attention. Yeah. Um, and so that has really helped. And, you know, so obviously um, a company wants to kind of tie them with 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 an artist or, or musicians they think that represents their values, um, you know, and, and that uses their products because there's a lot of guys that get endorsements and never use it stuff. But, um, so that's really what helped us. It's just, we've gotten some massive exposure over the past two years and, um, and really have gotten in with some really, really good, um, A and R guys that have hooked us up with, with some fantastic companies. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's really awesome. Yeah. So, if when you get up on, you know, this is probably an, uh, an amateurish question, but do you ever get up on stage and, and I know they, they do everything they can, but is your bass ever out of tune? Well, we've got, uh, as a matter of fact, old Petty John, he gets up there and he tunes them before we go. Um, but I've actually, I've got a pedal board that I actually run on top of my cabinets. Um, I don't use one that's, that's out on the floor. I actually have it up on top of my, my, my head rack. And so I've, I've got a little button. I'll just kind of hit and just kind of look at it and tap it. But I use flat wound bass strings, um, which oh. are the higher tension bass strings. I just love the sound. It just, it's, right. it feels right for me. And, and those things, you have to work hard to get it out of tune. Um, okay. You gotta, gotta really beat that thing. Don't you? You really do. You got to make a mistake somehow big time to, to take that sucker out of tune. And, and so generally I very rarely ever have any, any tuning issues. I, I, we've got a lot of redundancy factors. Um, when we go on and do shows, um, you know, just yeah. in case something messes up or, or an issue like that. And so, um, we're, we're pretty foolproof. Now we've got an amazing crew and, and our shows just run like clockwork. It's amazing to watch it. I mean, we 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 moved up about fifteen levels in the past four months. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's awesome is uh, I saw that uh, I think um, I saw that a um, a third date in Nashville has been yeah. added. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're I doing. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't got, know if we uh, get this out before the uh, before that comes around. So I hope we do. Um, but, uh, if we don't, uh, there was, there was a couple shows and I saw that uh, there was another show added. So that's gotta be pretty freaking amazing getting to play some, uh, home, some homegrown shows like that. Well, it, it is. And, and it's, it's also pretty amazing because they're all three sold out. There are no oh. tickets. Oh, wow. Um, wow. unless, unless you hit a scalper or somebody, you know, yeah. some type of vendor that's bought up some, um, that is the reason that there are three shows that we actually, um, there was one, only one show that was booked. Same thing happened when we played two dates at Madison square garden. Um, yeah. and, and the reason that there was two dates is because the first one sold out in 10 minutes. Um, yeah. so they added another one and the same thing happened, you know, at, at Bridgestone, the first one sold out in 10 minutes. So they added a second one and that one sold out in like 15 minutes. And then the third one sold out really third, third one. They told me sold out just on the fan club whatever that means. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you came here today to tell us you were going to give away a bunch of free tickets <laughs> to the Nashville show. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all stand uh, outside and holler at me and I'll see what I can do for you. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> well, sure that would be awesome. You know, I want to know when y'all are going to bring the tour to Lake Winnie. 
When, when's, <laughs> when's that stop? Yeah. Well, yeah, the carnival when... tour starts this summer. So. <laughs> well, that's when we. That's when you know you've made it. When you. Well, when now you we, are, we are. We um, are. We're going to be with Morgan. I think probably. I think till about the end of May, maybe early June, and we're, and we're doing some stuff with a. Uh, Travis Tritt and John Party and a bunch of other artists, artists like that. But we are going to be starting a headlining theater tour this fall. Hey, um, yeah, so it, 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 yeah. So if anybody out there, you know, wants to come check it out, you will have time to buy tickets and stuff for that. Cause it won't start till about the middle of September, but we're doing some really, uh, really, 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 it's just nothing but theater. So we want to do kind of a real intimate, like a, like Tivoli sized places. I gotcha. Yeah. So um, do you think you'll, are you gonna? I know. How does that work? Can you? Can will they try to get a place around here? Because I know, I, I think I read that uh, Larry, Mister Larry Fleet, is from around here. Um, it, well, or he, at least he, or he based lives out of here. here or yeah, yeah, he 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 lives here. Um, and but he is originally from uh, Dixon County, right outside of Nashville. Okay, uh, White okay. Bluff, White Bluff, Tennessee area. Um, yeah. So. He, he's fairly fairly homegrown but um he he does live around here so i would love to play something around here but we've got um an amazing uh booking agent um that handles a lot but of the, really really big right. artists and they're the ones that are in charge of all that because they they try to do routing and then you know schedule around other artists and so they, they want right. to keep this going where it's it's a common sense type tour you know what i mean oh, yeah. where you're not right you're not driving a thousand miles every day yeah, like if you're coming to Knoxville, to Chattanooga, to Atlanta, you know, or you're not going from from Los Angeles to South Carolina, back right. to Los Angeles or whatever. Right. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. But hopefully, yeah, well, yeah, like I hope. I said, uh, tell everybody to keep an eye out and uh, hopefully uh, we will have something close by this fall. Yeah, I tell you what, if if uh, I will, I will, I will put this out there. And, and I will make a uh, Steve not too likable guy guarantee. If you guys, uh, if Larry Fleet uh, with bass player Eric Crazy Legs Harley Brown <laughs> com- comes to Chattanooga, I will give away a couple tickets to, to yeah, go man. see you. I think we can I, work I, out I will, something. Well, I mean, I don't. I'll buy them. I don't mind at all. Uh, and, I think and I'll give can, them away for. We can handle something. Yeah, if we get around here. So I'd really like to. Uh, I was trying to. I was. I was going to offer our listeners. Uh, I, I looked and I saw some uh, the other day when I was Googling where I could get a, a signed CD from Larry Fleet and I could just order it. But that yep. was limited to the first 50 that were from his website. So I was just going to order one and then give it away as a you know promotional thing, but I couldn't get it. Um, so, uh, I mean, I would be willing, you know, I hate to, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but I would love to get something signed uh, by you. Uh, to yeah. give away to to some yeah. folks. Uh, well, I can if, get if we can, I can get something signed by the whole band if you want something. I would, um, I, or, would I would I would I would actually like two things: one for me to keep and one to give away. <laughs> Dang, Steve, what <laughs> yeah. else you want? God, get greedy there, buddy. <laughs> Man, and I, don't, <laughs> I tell you what, I do not mind paying for it. I'll pay no, you whatever you want. I got, I got I, you, buddy. For an old friend, and for for you guys being so awesome, I, I can, I can definitely do that for you. That's awesome. I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, because I've I've wanted something, especially from the first person that's ever been, not only in the links den, but they've also <laughs> been 
at Madison Square Garden <laughs> playing bass and music was so cool. I mean, it's just like the, There's the only one one ever. person in the world that has done that, right? That's true. Well, that's I, exactly I never right. thought about that. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yep. Only one so far. <laughs> so far, <well, laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the that's I've the got, first stop on the Lynx reunion tour, right? It's Madison yes, Square Garden. Yes. Heck yeah. Yep, that's where we're going. <laughs> All right. Well, we've had a lot of fun and I do want to wrap this up, but there's one thing that uh, I wanted to ask you um, because you, you're doing so great, man. I'm so proud of you. I'm so Thank happy you. for you. I, 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 you. I, I really, you, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I mean, oh, I don't man. remember, I, I don't remember you ever being, having anything mean or anything. I always remember you being fun and outgoing and, and well, maybe Likewise, not so much Steve. outgoing. But happy to, you know, fun to be around. You'd always like there'd be an inside joke when you walked by them and by you in, in high school or something. They'd be like, you know, I don't remember. But the the the, the one thing uh, I would like to know: Do you have any advice for young musicians? Do you have any any advice for young guys trying to make it big? Um, and for what I've gotten from you, I would say your advice would be: stop trying to make it big and just have fun. Yeah. Well, because there, in my opinion, there is no way to make it big. Um, It it just kind of happens or it doesn't. And, and you can't focus on, on making it big because you will not make it that way. Um, You know, the, the, the most, if if you want to be a professional musician in today's times, you you need to be as versatile as possible. Um, You know, play as many kinds of music. I do jazz. I do bluegrass. I do, rock and roll i do r&b i do country and and you know one big lesson that me and larry have told this time and time again um to people is you just gotta have fun and if you're yeah. having fun and, and you're putting out good vibes and that kind of stuff and you're not being a jerk and you just have fun with the guys in your band you're gonna be successful um but do not try to do it merely to be successful because very it won't work that words. way yeah wise words from a great bass player and a super oh. all-around cool guy man it's uh, it's been this is the coolest thing ever i'm like smiling from ear to ear oh well, i've, I've had a just, blast you guys are, you guys are awesome it's just cool to talk about old times i don't have a lot of people i can talk about that stuff too but you guys yeah, are well, awesome. thank you well i hope we can do some more um hopefully maybe uh what we can do is yeah. uh if the the tour does come closer to uh, Chattanooga at some point, when either if it's uh, a solo, uh, you you guys headlining tour or whatever it may be, yeah. uh, maybe we can have you back on and and we'll talk it up again and talk about some Definitely. exploits from the road and and all the cool fun stuff you've done and and how uh, how do you I mean how do you well this is one good question I just <laughs> this is going to be funny. How do you fight off all the women that want to be with the band and stuff when you're married and you've got a, a wife to come home to? Well, the, the interesting thing is, is, is none of us are spring chickens. And I, I don't, you know, I don't think that most of these people out there realize actually how old we are. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, we've kind of done that thing. I did that back in my 20s. And I'm not going to say how old I am now, which y'all know, but uh you know, it, it's just, right. it's not something that's important to us. And, and, you know, what's important to us is just doing our jobs and having fun and, 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 you know, setting the, 
the energy for the night. And so it, it's cool yeah. that people want to do that. But really, when you get to kind of at the level that we're turning at right now, it, it's a lockdown situation, man. You, you can't. It's not like the 70s where you got groupies and stuff running around everywhere. Is that there's nine million security guards, particularly with Morgan. Right. Um, they're oh. very, very tight. So, you know, yeah. nobody it's almost impossible for anybody to get back there, especially to, um, you know, here recently, we, we have to do COVID tests um, every three days. So we have to pass tests and it's basically a COVID bubble. So, right. wow. Um, yeah, we, we don't worry too much about groupies. <laughs> we <We're>, <laughs> okay. just want to sit back on a bus and, and watch South Park and, you know, have a drink or something. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, yeah. it's been a pleasure. It's been it's been truly been a pleasure, and uh, I will get with you and uh, hopefully get some uh, uh, something to give away, and uh, we'll work that out. And, and yeah, and we'll take care of it. Man, you're awesome. I, I I hope I didn't put you on the spot with that, but no. I truly really appreciate it. No, no, you didn't put him on the spot. I need some free stuff to give away, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't want it to come off uh, like I that. For a couple hey, red can, bank boys, can, can, I can do anything for a couple of red bank boys. Don't I'm, worry about it. I'm surprised. Just yeah. hey, can I get a Morgan Wallen CD signed by him? Or, Lord, no? you wouldn't believe how many people ask us that. That's one thing, isn't that? That's just no. We're, we're all friends hanging out. That, that's just what we don't do. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, uh, a uh, Eric Harley Brown signed. That's what I'm uh, saying. A headshot or something. You know, yeah. signed, well, Eric, you, know. you want me to go get, get some glamour photos? Glamour <laughs> <a> <laughs> no, shots. A, yeah, a signed yeah. CD with the silky gloves. You know, under my chin. <laughs> You can't, you can't go down to no. the mall and do that no more. No, no, the old days, man. I'm just saying that a signed <laughs> a piece of stuff by Eric is more valuable it, to I me. I got it, I got it, I got you. It's by, much more valuable to me than than a, than a Morgan Wallen. Oh, uh, uh, thank you, man. Bless him there you go. There you and go. stuff, but but he doesn't have a uh, influence on my life like like you have. And so oh, that's, thank you, brother. That's pretty good stuff. <laughs> Awesome stuff, man. Uh, <laughs> I send my, if you talk to Kevin, tell him I said hi. Um, I will I'll do send it. Your, send my best to your to your wife for having to deal with the rock star country, excuse me, country music <laughs> star lifestyle. <laughs> oh, man. She's used to it. She's used to it. Well, that's awesome. And, hey, we'll have to get together when you're in town and just, just hang out. With no, no, of course. Uh, no stuff and just maybe we can do that next time you're uh in a couple weeks or something when you've got some time off yeah yeah let's let's do that that'd be a fun time that's fun time and i and i appreciate you guys like i said uh you guys are great it's very cool to to be asked to do something like this it's very humbling (laughs) um and it's an honor so thank you man we appreciate you yeah it's all our it's all the honor's all on us man thank you very much cool (laughs) you well, Josh, did you have anything to add, sir? No, nah, man, I think we covered everything on, on my end. You know, I, I guess okay. I could sit and talk about technical stuff about the tour all day long, but nobody wants to hear about that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, <laughs> so, we can do that another time. I'd love to do that. I love talking tour stuff. Mm-hmm. There we go. So we, so everybody needs to go out and buy their uh, PRS, Paul Reed Smith, guitars, basses, yeah. uh, all that. And then the yep. uh, DNA, some DNA amplification. Yep, yep, and, yep. It's uh, all hand- handmade. And get you some labella strings while you're at it. Labella so, yeah. strings, all right. Flat yeah. wound. Got get, to get, get the crazy legs edition. <laughs> yeah, crazy <laughs> legs. Yeah. They're extra That's crazy. What, 
<laughs> yeah, maybe you can get on there and have the Crazy Legs edition and have a, a special line of uh, We're working base on equipment. We're, we're working on some of that stuff. There so I figure this, this is my last shot, boys. I'm going to make it There you go. as I can. <laughs> man, it's perfect. It's a, you're doing great. You're doing great. Thank you. You're, on, Thank you. you. you're well on your way, man. I'm so proud. Glad I know you. Glad I know who you are. And uh, glad you joined uh uh, Facebook and, 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 and we got to catch up. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up it, to the modern world. Yeah. You know, it happens, but anyway, thank you very much, sir. And I hope you have a good evening and, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll be talking to you soon. All right, boys. Y'all take care. Thanks for right. having me. You too, man. Appreciate you again. Thank See y'all. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Hey everybody, this is Steve from Two Lockable Guys, and it's time for our first ever giveaway contest. What a great prize package we have for you. We have a Larry Fleet stack of records CD, a couple of picks that were played by our very special friend and bass player for Larry Fleet, Eric Harley Brown. A special edition, not for sale. Two Likeable Guys t-shirt, Crazy Legs Edition, and the set list autographed by Mr. Larry Fleet, Xander Wyatt, and our friend, Crazy Legs, Eric Harley Brown. To enter, just go to our Facebook page, like the post, tag a friend, and share the page. That's all you got to do. If you do these four things, you are entered to win Crazy Legs, Crazy Gift Pack. The last day to enter is May 31st, and we will be drawing the winner shortly thereafter. Man, Josh, did you have as much fun as I did talking to him? Oh, yeah, man. That was uh, that was great talking to him. Eric, Crazy Legs, Harley Brown. Dude, he is such a down-to-earth guy. Man, I, I have fun doing all these, but I really had fun talking to him. He uh, brought back some good memories, some good old... Red Bank High School classmates, check out our social media pages, and we're going to have some good giveaways going on soon. As soon as I can get <laughs> so in touch with him. Squeeze it out of him. Yeah, you know, I just, I had to. For you, I did it for you guys. Yeah. I made myself look bad for the fans of the show. That, that's <laughs> how this works. I do everything for you guys. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Josh, is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, I just appreciate everybody listening, man. Man, you can you can you can find us online, twolikableguys.com. You can send us some email if you want to at twolikableguys at gmail.com. You can come to a, a wedding and dance and tell everybody how much you love two likable guys. Who's having what, a bunch of who's wedding? We're having a bunch of <laughs> I lost it there for a minute. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, no, man, we we really like everybody. We, we like you, and, and we hope you like us, too. We are Two Likeable Guys. I'm Steve. This is the co-host. Josh. And we like you, and we hope you like us, too. Thanks for listening. Later.